0: Today we have a crazy story of revenge involving ruining somebody's chances of launching a career. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, friend tries to steal my spot on the football team, so I break his arm. Lots of people know me as the go-to guy when they need help. They see me as the nice approachable guy in school. Even though I'm on the football team, I try my best not to be a jerk like the other players. This has gained me a lot of respect in school, but also, there is some set of people that like to take advantage of people like me. These are the type of people that think they're smarter than everyone else, and they always try to use their so-called smarts to prey on me because they see me as weak. Unknown to most people, there's a different side of me. This side of me hates the feeling of being used or taken advantage of, and because of this, I make sure I get revenge on the people that try to take advantage of me. This story is about a particular revenge story, and I have to say personally, I'm proud of this one. Because it's the best revenge I've ever carried out on a person. For you to understand the story, I have to back up a little to when I met this traitor Mike. It's going to lead me to telling a little story. Sorry in advance. It all started during the end of sophomore year. My girlfriend from freshman year, Maddie, broke up with me. She was a class ahead of me and according to her, she can't be seen dating a junior. Fun fact, she was the one who asked me out in the first place and yeah, I was into her. But she seemed way more into me then. Thinking about it now, she wasn't really popular during her sophomore year in school. I was already gaining some popularity on the other hand, because I was good at football. It was when she started dating me that she started to get some popularity. She has an in with one of the most exclusive groups in school, and that's where everything changed. By the end of sophomore year, she was too big to keep dating a junior like me. I'm not gonna lie, it hurt me a bit, and maybe that was what influenced some of my decisions moving forward. I was heartbroken for most of that summer, and it didn't help matters that my mom wanted me to go to a science summer camp. She didn't like the fact that my grades were, in her words, average, and she wanted me to do more extracurriculars. We were a comfortable middle class family, and she has more than enough money saved up for my college fund, but for some reason she wanted me to get into college with a scholarship. I protested her decision for me to go to summer camp, which was one of the bad decisions I made. She called up my coach and told him to not consider me for the team next year if he didn't get a report from her saying that I went to summer camp. I had no choice. I had to go to summer camp. The first day of summer camp was terrible. I wasn't able to concentrate really well because I still had Maddie on my mind. The teachers noticed and it wasn't very good for me. I got detention that day and two more before the week ended. It was during my time in detention that I first saw Mike. He arrived a few days later than I did, but for some reason, he knew a lot of people in the camp. It was my first time in any camp whatsoever, so I didn't know a lot about anything. Over the next few days, I learned that Mike is like the worst troublemaker in the whole camp, but he has a really charming personality to back it up, so he was liked by lots of people, teachers and students alike. Anyways, Mike and I didn't get to talk during detention. The teacher, Mr. Jones, has eyes like a hawk. But a few days after our detention together, we were paired up together for a task. That was where I discovered that, along with his personality, he was a really smart student. The task was supposed to be something like a brain teaser, but he figured it out within three minutes of joining our group. I'm not the academic type, I hate school, but I was really impressed by his knack for book stuff. We talked for a moment after the task, and we realized that we had a lot of things in common. We started to hang out more and more after that day. And because of him and a bunch of his friends, science camp didn't suck as much as I thought it would. There was one time that we snuck into the camp manager's office and searched for booze. We didn't find any, so we resorted to stealing the keys to the kitchen. There, we swiped a big bowl of chocolate ice cream and ate it in the dorm. One other time, we snuck out after lights out to take a late night dip in the pond nearby. I got rashes the next day, but it was totally worth it. A few days later the camp ended and we had to go our separate ways it was really disappointing for me because i've kind of grown attached to him i know this sounds lame but he had a really nice personality and he was the perfect balance between very smart and very fun most of my friends back in the old school football team were fun too but they couldn't for the life of me hold an intellectual conversation mike and i exchanged numbers and we promised that we'll keep in touch We actually did for the rest of the summer, which made what happened next very funny. The rest of the summer break went uneventfully and eventually I resumed for junior year. My first day in sophomore year was a real shocker. I joined the science club under the orders of my mom and there Mike was. Apparently we never talked about our schools and where we stayed back in the camp. I guess we became so familiar that we just skipped those details. We talked for a moment before the club started the day's activities. There he explained to me that his parents just moved to the town and he was enrolled to this school. I was so happy because that meant that we don't have to stick to phone calls and texts and stuff. I took it upon myself to show him around the school and we even walked home together. We became even closer than we were at the camp. But like I said before, Mike was a people person. He soon became friends with a lot of people in the school. Within a few weeks, he had gotten popular with people. Even more popular than some jocks, like me. Of course, I had no problems with it, as long as we still hung out together. But then we started to have a problem when Mike started to move on Maddie. At first, I didn't believe that he was trying anything. I thought he was trying to be charming like he does to everyone else. But over the days, I started to see that it was more than that. They started to hang out often in school, during lunchtime and even after the close of the school day. The thing is is that I told him about Maddie back when we were in science camp. He knew about the breakup and how it affected me. I deluded myself into thinking that he had forgotten. If I had just been realistic then, I'd have seen that he was just a crappy person and I would have cut ties with him. But no, I decided to give him the benefit of the doubt. One Saturday, he came over to my place and we were playing some video games. There, I told him once again about the relationship I had with Maddie and how it ended. I was also straight with him. I told him that I wasn't comfortable with whatever they had going on. He apologized immediately. He claimed that he had no idea that she was the Maddie that I was talking about. Sure. I told him about a Maddie in the cheerleading squad who's a class ahead of me and still he had no idea whatsoever that she's the one I was talking about. I didn't bother to argue that with him. As long as he says that he's not going to make a move on her, that's good enough for me. I know it can be easy to judge that I'm a jealous and selfish person because I won't let my friend get with my ex, but I'm just being real. I'm not comfortable with a friend of mine dating an ex. It just doesn't sit well with me. Of course, I can't force him to do what he doesn't want to do, so if he decides that he wants to push forward with my ex, then I'll take it as an exit from our friendship. Over the next few days, Mike stayed true to his word and started hanging out with Maddie less. Or at least, that was what I thought. They never stopped hanging out together, they just stopped doing it when I'm around. I didn't find out about this till one day when I looked all over for him after school. We were supposed to do an assignment together in my place, but he was nowhere to be found. I asked a teammate if he had seen him, and I was told that he was behind the bleachers with Maddie. I walked over to the field to look for them, and to my surprise, there he was, making out with her. I was so shocked. Here I was thinking they'd stop seeing each other, not knowing that they'd taken their relationship to the next level. I confronted them, and it turned into a big fight with Mike that almost turned into a fist fight. I would have won in a fist fight but most people would take mike's side and i'll end up being the bad guy so instead of punching mike in his smug face i walked away and vowed to stay away from both of them mike didn't try to apologize at all for most part of the third year so we stayed apart i have to confess it was tough not having him around but it didn't matter i prefer not having any friends to having crappy friends Close to the end of the third year, Mike walked up to me one afternoon and apologized for getting together with Maddie. He says he loves her, and he's sorry that he betrayed me by choosing her. Lastly, he said he would be happy if we could come to an agreement that would make us be friends again. Exams were just around the corner and I needed to study, so I asked him if he would tutor me before the exams. He agreed and we were friends once again. He was still together with Maddie, though. During the summer holiday, I didn't have to go to the science camp because my grades were better. Mike decided that he wasn't going either. He said he wanted to take his fitness seriously, and he enlisted my help. I wanted to spend my holiday playing video games, but sure. Fitness training isn't bad either. We started to work out together, mostly running, and out of the blue, Mike started to pick an interest in football. He didn't tell me this directly, instead he asked a lot of questions about the team and stuff. During our fitness session also, he made me show him some of my moves. There I taught him how to dribble effectively. Not just that, I taught him literally everything I knew, and Mike being the diligent dude he is, he practiced every day for the rest of the summer. For some time, I wondered why he's so focused on playing football. It's not like he wanted to go pro or anything. When we talked about it back in science camp, he said he didn't like football. But here he was, practicing religiously. I chalked it up as a phase and didn't think too much about it. Until when we resumed for senior year of high school, Mike came to tryouts and he's signing up for wide receiver. The same position I play. What the freaking heck? I wanted to talk to him about what he was doing, but he avoided me like the plague. We did the tryout and he was among the new players who made the shortlist. Even as a new shortlisted member, the other seniors have started to like him already and he was rapidly making friends. Soon enough it became clear what Mike's plan was. He wanted to join the team and take my spot. First it was Maddie, and now it's my spot on the team. And here I was thinking he was a good friend who cared about my interests, but his activities show that he could care less about me. He passed all the tests and became a member of the team, but that's not the end. As expected, coach liked him and he was confident that he'll make a good starter, but for it to be fair to me, he decided to hold a mini-match, where the position of starter will go to whichever receiver makes the most touchdowns. I was confident in my skills, but I still found it embarrassing that I had to play with a newbie to keep my spot. That aside, I felt betrayed by my friend once again and all I wanted right then and there was to get revenge. The match started and I got three quick touchdowns. Eventually Mike's team took the offense. He got the ball and was heading right for the touchdown line. I ran straight for him. I don't think he saw me because he was busy avoiding the other players. I tackled him from the side, maybe a little harder than I intended. He fell to the ground on his arm and it broke in two places. He was rushed to the medical center and later to the hospital. I didn't intend to injure him, but it worked out for my good. I got to keep my position because he had a cast on his arm for some time. Even when he got the cast removed, he never came back to the team. I guess he thinks I did it intentionally. I let him think whatever, as long as it benefits me. In a situation like this where a friend goes after your ex, maybe it helps a little bit that they weren't exactly friends when OP was with that ex, so they have no concept of them being together, but if you were in OP's shoes, would you continue being friends with somebody who got up with your ex? I'd like to know what you guys think in the comments down below. That said, our next story is... A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash storytime pod. My boyfriend cheated on me with my best friend, so I ruined his internship chances. Andrea and Jaden were the closest people to me in the world, but when the truth came out that my boyfriend Jaden was screwing my best friend Andrea, I had to reevaluate my friendship circle. Though it meant losing two of the most important people in my life at that time, changes had to be made. For Andrea, she knew what losing me as a friend did to her, Not many people knew that I was the one helping her pay off her loans gradually. After the betrayal, I couldn't continue assisting a backstabber who cared only about herself and my selfish boyfriend, my uncle was considering him for an internship in his firm during our school holiday. Well, I ruined his chances. Thankfully I could do all these because they kinda depended on me and I didn't need them for anything at all. So here's the gist of the story. I met my boyfriend in summer camp while me and Andrea went to the same school. As high school students, Andrea wanted to drive her own car to school every morning while I already had mine. I used to pick her up and drive with her to school every morning, but I can quite understand why a senior would want to own her own car. Her parents, however, did not buy into that idea that every senior should have their own car. Andrea didn't let them stop her. As long as she could get herself her own car, they would let her drive it, but they weren't going to buy it for her. I wonder where her mom and dad were expecting her to get the money from. We were barely adults. Anyways, Andrea found her way by convincing her cousin Nella to take out a loan for her. The plan was to get a job and pay off slowly, but Andrea's job as an after-school restaurant waitress was not bringing in the cash quick enough. We were not even halfway into the term and Nella complained that too little money was coming in too slowly. Andrea had to work another job as a freelance writer. Before long, she discovered that it would be too much effort trying to cover her waitress role, schoolwork, and the writing job at the same time. She asked me to help her. That was unlike Andrea because she never wanted to just be a parasite on someone. So when she asked, my shock that she did drove me to assist her any way I could. There was a lot I could do. I was living with my uncle and auntie. They gave me such a fat allowance because they felt sorry for me that my parents passed away at such a young age. Since they took me in, I've lived like their own daughter and they've lavishly spent their money on me. Back to the story, so I decided to help Andrea with a certain amount each month. Months went by, and as I was helping my best friend, I didn't know that this was happening in the background. From what I found out later, it was at this time that things started going on with Jaden and Andrea. He got her at a really low moment. Her grades were dropping and she was driving a loaned car that her cousin threatened to sell off one day for the money. Jaden and Andrea started hooking up after her waiting hours. Jaden also comes from a wealthy home, so I don't know if he promised her something. I don't know if he told her that if she continued to keep it a secret for me and continued seeing him, she could take his money and use it for the car. Amongst other things, Andrea did not realize that a car is a liability and not an asset. There was always maintenance to do, and because she bought a cheap one, it got faulty too often. Jaden started offering her rides to school on those days. You know why they didn't ring as a red flag in my head? because I thought Jaden was just being nice. Also, there was this whole period where I didn't drive with Andrea to school, so that already meant that getting those moments back would not be the same. Also, I figured that since I was paying part of the money for her car, she didn't wanna bother me with driving to her house to wait for her and pick her up. I came up with all these excuses. I never for once thought that my best friend would be screwing my boyfriend behind my back. So apparently, when all this was going on, Jaden was showing up at my house with his textbooks and urging me to read. He knew just when my uncle would be at home, and he was ready to flaunt his perfect grades. My uncle was fond of him, and he knew that Jaden was my boyfriend, so even the better. They had nicknames for each other and talked about legal things when I was not with Jaden. However, I'm my uncle's little princess, and his first priority is making sure I'm safe, happy, and well. Jaden knew this, so even after falling in love with Andrea, He knew he couldn't tell it to me. If not, he would lose every affiliation with my family and lose his place in the internship my uncle's firm was holding the next holiday. I didn't find out myself. It was Andrea that came to tell me. I wish I did. Then I could take it out on them both. But my best friend was getting tired of keeping secrets from me. We never hide things from each other. When she saw that feelings were getting involved and Jaden was practically proposing to dump me for her, she had to come clean to me. I was in the library and Andrea was already banned from coming into the library because she was too noisy and was not law abiding. I received a text from her that she needed to see me immediately. I told her that I was reading, couldn't it wait? She didn't want to wait. So I closed my book and went to the library door to find out what was so important that I had to stop my reading. She kept fidgeting and I guess she freaked out, so she told me something trivial, something that could not have made her fidget that badly, and I knew that wasn't it, that there was something more. When I met Jaden, I asked him if he noticed that Andrea was acting weird. He acted like he didn't know what I was talking about, asking me how. What did she do? Maybe it's about her grades, maybe it was about her family. None of it was true of course, he was just faking it while hoping that he got to Andrea before I did. I started to believe him because Andrea had gotten into so much trouble with teachers that term. Maybe she told the teacher a swear word again and was facing a possible suspension. Or she saw a test result and she was so scared that she wasn't going to be able to make up the required GPA to be promoted. I wanted to know for sure but Jaden discouraged me from trying. He said that if she's too embarrassed to tell me, I shouldn't force her to. To me, nothing was too embarrassing for Andrea and I to share. I was practically joining her and paying off her loan. We had been in many awkward, sticky situations together, so I thought that whatever it was, she should be cool enough to share it. During our next class, Chemistry, Andrea was not there, and the only thing that I thought should have made her miss classes at such a crucial time was a life-threatening situation. I knew my friend didn't have an STI, but whatever it was, I was determined to find out. I tried my best to find her after the next period. Her car was still in the parking lot. That meant that she was still somewhere in school. I knew where to find her. She was behind the lab building sitting on the grass and crying. When she saw me she turned away and couldn't even look at me. She would not tell me anything until I assured her that I will not hate her for it or judge her. I couldn't imagine anything that Andrea would do that I would judge her. That was because I couldn't imagine her sleeping with my boyfriend. If anybody were to judge, she would have probably have been the one. She hooked up for the first time, three terms after me. She kissed way less boys than I had. The only problems with her were her school grades and her money issues, which could have been avoided if she made better decisions. I had to remind her again that I'm her best friend and we shouldn't be hiding things from each other. She scoffed that if I found out this one, I would totally hate her and she was scared of losing me as a friend. Finally, I started thinking that Andrea robbed a bank or something. It was almost time for our next period, so I hurried Andrea to tell me. All she said was that it was about her, Jaden, and me before I had to run to my next class. All throughout that period, I began to frantically text Jaden, asking him what he had done to Andrea. He was shocked. My text read something like this. You can't deny knowing something about it because she's crying and you know. That is why you tried to stop me from finding out. After class, I rushed to the class I knew Andrea was having at that time. They were still in the middle of lectures. I had to wait and Jaden approached me. He broke the final news to me by mistake, telling me that whatever Andrea said he did to her, it wasn't true, they both were involved, and they promised to keep it from me. My heart fell when I realized what he was talking about. After Andrea came out, I couldn't even find the words to say to her. So much for me who promised not to judge. She tried to run after me, but I didn't let her catch me. It became school news that Jaden was cheating on me with my best friend. I felt ashamed to show my face in school and even more ashamed that I was the fool they both played. Andrea showed up at my place during the weekend. My auntie let her in and told her that I'm upstairs. She was the one who told them that I broke up with my boyfriend on Friday and that was the reason I was so upset. They let her talk to me. I cried with Andrea and we hugged it out. She promised that she was not doing it because she was in love He just came into her when she was very broken and when she realized that feelings were creeping in she knew what she had to do. It was Jaden that kept her from telling me all that while and it was also because he was helping out with her with her loan stuff. She felt kind of trapped. Jaden was a big jerk. He made Andrea into his puppet. But Andrea was guilty too, so I told her that I don't think I can continue paying off her cousin's loan. The good thing for her was that with the help of her job, Jaden and I, We were almost done paying Nella off. The bad thing was that her birthday was approaching and she was expecting me to give a big contribution. All I could do was get her a gift. As for Jaden, my uncle found out that he was cheating on me. He didn't know the girl, but that was all he needed to know. He assured me that if I wanted him to kick Jaden off the list of qualifiers for the internship, I just had to say it. That was the only way I could get Jaden back. He would probably have another girl within weeks. He had good grades and lots of money but the internship was something he bragged about too much he was sure that he was going to get that summer role it had always been his dream to work in a law firm having an experience this early would pave a way for him especially since he had a good reputation with the owner well not anymore bad thing was that at the end of the term many of the good girls already had qualifiers listed out they weren't even taking applications anymore Jaden had been so confident of his chances of getting the post as the new top intern because of his relationship with my uncle, but karma did him back for all he did to Andrea and for lying to me. I was there when my uncle's firm sent him a letter telling him that they would like to drop him due to information about misconduct in his personal life they had received. They expressed their hesitation to hire someone who would bring unnecessary drama into their workspace, and due to that, they had to let him go. He really had a breakdown, maybe he shouldn't have bragged about receiving a letter from the firm before reading its content. Now everyone knew, and they knew it was because of me. It was giving the whole idea that nobody messes with me and goes scot-free. Jaden had to excuse himself to go to the restroom. Andrea was a little bit left out because aside from each other, we had no really close friends. So I made myself the bigger person and went closer to her. We ate lunch together that day and the rest of school. It was satisfying to know that when less qualified students from our school were working in high firms and companies, Jaden was forced to work in a hotel as the front desk person before returning to school. Almost everywhere was filled up, and his pride was too big to let him apply to somewhere lesser. So that was how I got him back for the betrayal he did to me. When we came back to school, it was difficult for him to answer questions about where he worked. Teachers were already thinking he got the law firm job, but his defense presentation shocked them and got him a few snickers from behind the class. This guy had a great thing going for him. Everything seemed perfectly lined up and they just had to go and fool around and screw it all up for themselves, but hey, they've only got one person to blame. With that being said though, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left.